Hey everybody, Todd Mitchell here. Welcome back to Game Dev Breakdown. In this episode, we are going to hear from John Vitti, CEO and co-founder of Versus, which is a unique game platform that you may have heard of. If not, still plenty of great conversation here. John was a great guest. So without further delay, here's my chat with John. Good evening, fans. Tim Kittrow here, the voice of NBA Jam. And you're listening to the Game Dev Breakdown Podcast, brought to you by CodeWritePlay.com. Boom shakalaka. My mom gave birth in 1985. I was within a Pac-Man ghost, barely alive. In the Cold War, my only blanket was Tetris. I played Rampart with Reagan Rampage, the world for breakfast. The laundry mat was my sanctuary. The arcade was my church. I thought I was grassland, so for evil I was... Well, thanks for giving me a call. Uh, any questions or anything before we get started? Uh, no, I'm excited. Um, it's very cool. And I, I appreciate, uh, you know, you inviting me on here and, you know, you're agreeing to it and, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an honor. So thank you. My pleasure. Uh, this is the kind of thing I love talking to people about. I want to just kind of start at the top, have you explain what versus is to people who aren't familiar yet. And we can kind of go from there. Yeah. So versus game, it's a prediction game where you get paid if you're right. So we're letting people predict the outcome of their favorite brands, celebrities, TV shows, songs, music, whatever, whatever they're into, really. And they get to play for fun and for free. They get to win cool prizes and they can also win some cash prizes, too. It's a real easy thing. It's like a binary decision. It's X versus Y, hence the name. Mm -hmm. And so an example would be, you know, do I think, you know, will Cardi B's new song be number one in the you know, Spotify, you know, by the end of this week or today. And then you go in and you make your pick. And if you're right, you predict. And if your prediction's correct, you win. Nice. So I checked out the app over the weekend and uh, mm-hmm. playing in my browser on my phone a little bit. It looked to me like most of what I found, because you can sort of take part in these just one right after another. And uh, so I did, I don't know, 10, 12 of these. And a lot of them looked like I was trying to predict what the result of the poll would be. Are there also questions where you are trying to predict something that's verified at the end or how does that work? Yeah, we actually, well, the reason why you're seeing that is because we recently launched um, a feature. We call it, it's like UGC, but we call it UGG, user generated games. Um, You know, their creator economy is, is a very important thing to be able to express yourself. And so we launched this new feature where Anybody and everybody can go on and, and create and host their own game. And they actually get a cut, too, of the game so they can actually win. So people are winning hundreds and sometimes thousands and tens of thousands of dollars, depending on you know how many friends they have and followers, um, by just asking the world a question. Like, literally, they, they can ask whatever they want. That's, so that's why you're seeing a lot of these poll-style games, mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, pancakes versus waffles, which, which is the better breakfast. Obviously, waffles for the win, <laughs> bad example, but, you know, just throwing it out there. But then, yeah, we have uh, a lot of games that are around, you know, real life events, too, whether that's like the stock market or YouTube views or what's going on in politics. It's, it's all in there. Okay. It all really kind of depends on what's happening in the world that day. Yeah, it seems very up to the minute, very current and ongoing, which is kind of neat. Prior to that, uh, you were kind of creating the questions in-house. Is that right? Correct. Uh, yeah, through our patent-pending machine learning technology, this engine would be creating all the games 
um, in an automated fashion, actually. Oh, wow. So there wasn't a lot of human hands-on uh, influence on that? No, none. Yeah, no, it's impossible to really scale up, you know, because we have to figure out what certain demos and geos and their economic sensitivities, what they're all interested in and what's happening that day. So it's impossible to have people, you know, curating that. So, you know, at scale. Yeah. So we mimicked people and we created this, this engine, this AI ML engine that does this all, which is really cool. Our whole mission is knowledge should be rewarded, right? So the whole genesis behind this is that, you know, you, you, everyone has prediction, makes predictions. They all have opinions since we were born. We're, we can't stop doing this. This is all we do as a, <laughs> as a human. Yeah. And it's fun for us. And, but who's getting rewarded for that? Like you might've thought Airbnb is a crazy idea, letting strangers in your house, or you <laughs> might think like Call of Duty is going to be huge or Cardi B song is going to be massive, right? But who's getting rewarded for that? So that's why we created this game. That's actually really cool. Uh, you say that w- before you scaled out that way, you're, you're kind of trying to imitate what those humans would do when that transition occurred. I mean, has that given you a pretty good head start now that it's out in the wild? Oh, uh, a massive head start. Yeah, no, it's, um, the data that we have and just did, you know, just the learnings that we have, um, for the past almost two years since we've been, uh, since we've launched in January of 2019, um, we've been just creating hundreds of thousands, millions of games at this point. Um, and so we've saw, we saw a lot of, you know, what's working, what's not. And so, uh, it's, it's great to have all that information. Give me a just a rough ballpark, if you can, of, I mean, how many people are active on this platform right now? Yeah, there's about uh, 4.5 million monthly active players. Okay. Are they pretty loyal users, or are people, like, rapidly coming on board, and that's kind of how you're hitting those numbers? What's that look like? Yeah, the, you know, people stick around. Um, and I think so our retention rate is around 40% after, like, six months. Uh, so that's really high in the gaming world. And I think it's attributed to, you know, people are already doing this and now they could make a buck, you know, here and there. It's all microtransactions, so it's low risk. Yeah. And then, you know, so, and we don't have to create a new human behavior. You don't have to teach them to do something because they're already doing it, right? So I think those are some keys. It's interesting the way this economy works because I got a little bit of currency for free. Mm-hmm. It looked to me like the process was I could come in and get a feel for it and then, you know, try my hand at creating my own games. And that would be a way to earn the currency that I could continue to play with. So, I mean, is that basically the cycle for new players? Yeah, you got it right. I mean, people come in, everyone always um, starts by playing for free unless they're invited by a friend. Cause then it's like, we're, we're buddies, you know, me, and I, I created this game, so I want you to play for a dollar, right? Um, but most people come in, they check it out for free, and they play a few games. And then they, they figure it out. And they're like, all right, I like this question. I feel passionate about it. Like, I know all about you know, this TV show. I think it's going to be on the Netflix top 10 you know, today. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, and I, I, maybe I'll put a dollar in then. So then they start playing that way. Or they start, then they start hosting games. Yeah. Uh, and that's where things get really interesting. They invite their friends, so. Right. In terms of generating content for the platform, that's very appealing. You know, that's, um, I saw it mentioned, I don't know if it was by you or, or something I saw on the site, but it was basically that you could sort of 
over time develop your own following as sort of a power user or a popular uh, creator of content on this platform? I mean, how's, how's that work beyond just, you know, I like this person's questions. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, there's social elements involved in, in gaming and in, in kind of what we're doing, because we're not really a traditional game with like swords and, and you know, that kind of thing. Right. Um, which would be cool, though, if you could just <laughs> chop your opponent in half <laughs> if you win. Yeah. But none of that right now. Um, so, yeah, right now it's, you know, once you're playing, you see what's going on. You can actually start following. You can, you know, comment. You can start following people. I see. And, and then you, every time someone creates a game that you follow, then you'll get notified and you can start looking at their stats and then your stats are there too. And it's only on select kind of like beta version right now, but it's going to be released to everyone soon. Yeah. And from what I gathered, it seemed like general kind of pop culture stuff is really the bread and butter of what goes on there. Am I in the right ballpark there? You know, it's, it's, this is the most impossible question to answer (laughs) when it was the election season, which is not that long ago. Right. Politics was everything on the site. Oh yeah. Right. So it's, and then when it's, you know, when something happens, uh, like some huge movie or TV show or song or awards, then it's all about that or some sporting event. Right. So it it really changes with the flow and rhythm of what's happening in, on, in the world. So, I mean, I guess at that level, I mean, it's all cultural, right? I mean, politics is part of culture too now. Sure. You know, we can't, we can't say that it's not anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes we'd like to, but yeah. Um, Yeah. (laughs) So this looks to me like, and you'll have to tell me if this is already happening or not, but it looks to me like this is tailor built for sort of integrating it with live events. I mean, when sports come back strong as they used to be, or when uh, ongoing live things are happening on TV and stuff, I could easily see versus popping up on my screen and going, Hey, pull this up in the browser and, you know, put in your vote for who's going to win this or what's going to happen. Even on like reality TV. I mean, is that part of the roadmap? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. We have a big program, a big um, partnership with the Super Bowl that's happening soon. Um, a lot of influencers uh, on TikTok um, that are uh, going to be having like hosting their own show, uh, nice. their own game show, basically <clears throat> around uh, all these things that you just mentioned. So, yeah. Right now, I'm sure that's a little bit disrupted by, I mean, obviously we're in the middle of a pandemic. Things don't work the same way as they used to. <laughs> I, I feel like at the same time, that must be also influencing how people play at home. So, I mean, are, are things looking better or worse in that regard? Yeah. You know, we're, um, we are kind of immune to the pandemic. Um, I choose those words on purpose. <laughs> and then, um, but you know, but at the same time, we, we didn't really see, you know, like a massive lift at all, um, from people just stuck at home. So I think it's been, the the lifts that we see are when something really cool happens in the world, uh, or something is going on and it's a lot of, there's a lot of chatter about it. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, it rises and it ebbs and flows with that, that rhythm. How big a group does it take to really run something like this? I mean, in terms of, I guess both in terms of how it was created and how it's run now. Uh, yeah, it's all about quality, not quantity for us. <laughs> I know we're, we're a small, um, you know, startup. So we are, um, we're about 14, 15 people now. Yeah. Yeah. And it just started, um, you know, a year before it launched 
with myself, my CTO and co-founder, Vish Kumar, and uh, we kind of started building this thing, prototyping it, putting it out in beta, in private beta, and then we launched it uh, in January of last year and then just been growing it. It's been really fun. I've never been involved in a company that people are just so excited about and they really want to see win. There's so much, you know, win behind, you know, us, you know, pushing us forward. Yeah. Because I think just people already do this. So why not make, why not get rewarded for that? (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, I've been a startup guy in the past. I mean, at at the lower levels as a software guy, but um, so this kind of thing fascinates me watching things take off like this. Have you guys gotten to really sort of follow your roadmap so far or have there been, changes that Ooh. you've had to make last minute i mean t- <laughs> talk to me about that yeah i know where this is coming from if you're in, in software before yeah um yes for the most part but we've had some twists and turns some exciting you know surprises um but it's you know and i guess we are we we have already had our pivot um right at the uh, at the launch of two years ago, we, we pivoted a little bit just on the gameplay, not the concept really. But, mm-hmm. um, so I think, you know, we've been getting better at following our roadmap this year for sure. And I know our engineering team likes that. <laughs> yeah. Engineers, <laughs> we, we tend to appreciate when, uh, we know what to expect. I know, but, uh, I know, but here's the thing though. I ask you, it's such a long roadmap, right? There's a billion and one things to do. But when something and it's kind of set, but then what happens when something exciting happens and you know comes along and it's like, oh, we should reevaluate, right? How do you how do you do it in a way where it doesn't piss anybody off? That's my question to ask you. I want to know. <laughs> yeah, and, and I wish I had something better to tell you other than um, having been on teams like this. And it's it's not that closely. I've worked in like e-commerce and business management software and things like that. But you know, I feel like when you're part of a small group it's a little easier for everybody to sort of get what's going on and understand the need for, you know, we do need to deviate from what we planned on, even though it hurts to kind of, it's a jarring shift to jump out of one mode and into another. But I feel like when you've got management sort of being very upfront and explaining, you know, we didn't Mm -hmm. expect this either. This isn't just, we didn't just throw a dart at a board in the conference room and decide to do something totally different. I mean, I feel like right. people get it, even if we enjoy sort of complaining along the way, you know? <laughs> no, no, I'm not saying that. I just want to, it's just always good to hear um, other people's perspective on that since you came from that world too, which is very cool. Yeah. Uh, I've always enjoyed working in small groups. I mean, I know how it looks when uh, somebody in one position has to put on a slightly different hat for a couple of days or a couple of weeks, you know, that kind of thing. I, it takes a certain mindset, but I think when everybody's sort of locked in and enjoys working that way, it's, it's, it's not always fun on a given day, but you look back at it and go, man, I'm really glad I got to take part in that, you know? Yeah, no, I I agree. We're wearing a lot of hats here, you know, not to like throw this out there, but I mean, to to not like, you know, uh, for anything, but just as a, as a cool anecdote story, you know, I, I caught up with one of our uh, teammates and they were just like, I'm having so much fun. I don't know if there's like a fun meter, <laughs> but like, this is amazing. I can't believe. And then they go like, I asked my girl, this other, this guy was like, I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, am I getting paid for this? Like, this is so <laughs> much fun. <I'm> like, <laughs> but yeah, it's a cool thing. You want to have fun. It's family. And you know, we're always working together. So. 
And I mean, you, you guys must have a lot of fun going back and forth about these individual games yourselves, right? I mean, especially when you're working on special events and stuff, it must divide the office all the time. Oh man, we have <laughs> heated debates. <laughs> um, but the coolest thing is, is to actually see the games. It's so cool to see which way people go yeah. and then to see the games that they come up with now. Uh, it's it's mind-boggling. Like it's so cool. I didn't even know people were gonna use a platform for this, but we had um, one uh, black single mother. Uh, she had a question. She's like, "I really want to go back to school, to college, <clears throat> um, and um, you know, should I go with the timing right now, or should I wait?" Like, yes, no, or nah, that kind of thing. Wow. And if I win, and if I win, you know, some money. Whatever. She hosted this question. Should I get some money from this. I'll use it towards school. So she won like $2,000 and she used that towards night school, which is no joke. That's know? yeah. That's incredible. Super cool. Yeah. That's really inspiring us here. And it's hard to imagine a better story to have on hand for you know how things are going than that, you know? Yeah. I mean, every day we come into the virtual office and, you know, ask ourselves, you know, how can we, you know, we, we want to put real money in real people's pockets. This is, this game is for the people by the people. We're the ones consuming all this content, media, using all these products and apps and services. We should be the ones getting rewarded for it too. I, I know you guys are still sort of um, gaining momentum and everything. I noticed that you have an app approved on Google Play, but not on the iOS side yet. I know there's real money involved, but I mean, DraftKings is on there. I mean, what's what's there? I mean, is there just is it in progress or what can we expect there? Yeah, we actually just um, sent it. We just submitted it to iOS yesterday. Oh, so uh, it hopefully will be up this week. They have their you know black box kind of program and system, but yeah, it'll be live any day now. It runs great in the browser. I mean, it didn't really stop me from doing anything. So, yeah, yeah, it's cool because when you have like we work with a lot of celebrities and influencers, and <clears throat> when they go out. Uh, and post something on their social media, even if I post it as like a norm, like a, a loser like me <laughs> with no followers, um, like it's one click right to their game. So it's friction free uh, on the on the browser as well. And uh, this is probably a good time to get into that. I mean, how do, how do these partnerships work with um, noteworthy influencers, celebrities, stuff like that? What are you guys doing? Yeah, you know, it's all rev share. So people are, these celebrities and influencers, you know, they're already posting this stuff on social media for free. So now when they post with me, they get to make some money for it. So, you know, all they have to do is ask, ask it in a versus game type of a question, you know, what a question mark at the end of it. And they put the link to their game and they post their usual story, you know, story or, um, um, they post it on their, their direct feed and it's just link in bio or swipe up, you know, to, to the link. Um, and then we share, uh, the revenue that their game makes, anybody can come play it, their fans and anybody on the platform, and then whoever does, you know, they get a cut of that too. That makes perfect sense. I actually had more questions about that lined up because it's like, well, some people find it difficult to go out and find influencers to do this stuff, or they find it difficult to work with them on something. But I mean, you're just straight up allowing them to, based on their own actions and their own results, I mean, they, they can earn from it. I can, I imagine they're very favorable <laughs> about that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We're just a platform now. Like, so it's, they can come on. Anybody can come on any day, do whatever they want on it. So it's up to them. Let's talk about our sponsor app figures. 
AppFigures is all about giving game makers the tools they need to get more downloads and revenue. You may know them for analytics and app store optimization. Now, AppFigures can help you track competitors from downloads and dollar amounts to audience demographics and even which SDKs they use. Their competitor intelligence gives great context. If a competitor adds a new feature or gets mentioned in the news, AppFigures can tell you if that brought in more downloads. If you have an idea for a new app or game, AppFigures can tell you how big the market is and how much money it could make you. That is just scratching the surface. Whether you're growing your app or building a new one, AppFigures has the tools you need to reduce risk and get more downloads. You don't need a huge budget or a data science degree. AppFigures has made it affordable and simple. AppFigures provides the tools and they can guide you step-by-step through gaining more visibility with ASO and increasing your revenue by learning from your competitors. Head to appfigures.com slash on slash gamedevbreakdown to try AppFigures for free. If you like it, use our special code GDB3030 to get 30% off for the next three months. And what happened in the beginning was, you know, one celebrity we, we hooked up with one and they did some games they told another one they told another one and they told five people and that those five people told another 10 people and it went crazy um and then that really helped us get to that point um and that is a testament to okay it, it works and it's real money behind this yeah um and then and then we really turned this into the platform that it is now where anybody can go just do it themselves self-serve it's as easy and quick as posting something on Instagram or TikTok, so it's super quick. Who's done really well on the influencer side so far? Oh, I mean, different people like, um, um, let's see, on the sports side, Tracy McGrady, T-Mac. Nice. He has killer games, especially when it was NBA season, right, obviously. Yeah. Um, like Fat Joe on the the music side has been awesome. Um We've done games with all, even like social media influencers, um, whether that's TikTokers or like Amanda Cerny. It, it depends on like what games that they do, you know, um, and they just have a lot of fun with it. So we're really, it's been really interesting working with all these people and meeting these people. So some of them are really, really cool. Yeah. And I mean, one of the reasons I thought this was such a good fit for a podcast discussion was um, I, I do a lot of like game development stuff, which fine. Uh, but I find that something that really benefits this audience is when we talk about how to go out there and, you know, turn heads on uh, toward the work you've already done. So we talk a lot about, you know, brand development and uh, awareness campaigns and stuff like that. And TikTok is something that comes up all the time with me over the last few weeks or so, because people look at it and go like, well, it's just teenagers dancing to music. Right. And I mean, yes, a lot of it is, but you can you can do anything on TikTok, and there's just a ton of exposure there. There's there's a ton of activity. It's way more popular than I even thought. Uh, I just started my account, started putting up some promotional clips, and I mean, we're talking like hundreds of views overnight on the very first thing. So, I mean, it's it does seem like a really good way to partner with people, find people, and reach potential users, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, I love TikTok. It's super fun and engaging. Uh, there are, I'm going to be real talk here. Uh, you know, I get, you know, down the rabbit hole sometimes just like on YouTube. I think YouTube and TikTok can bring me in for like 10 minutes yeah. or so. And I'm like, Whoa, what just happened? Oh yeah. <laughs> 10 minutes just went by my, life. you know what I mean? Cause there's so much action, so much stuff happening in so many different directions. So it, it's, it's fun. And 
I, I think Versus takes a couple of smart cues from TikTok. I mean, you open up either one and you're immediately dropped into the action. Like, hey, what do you think about this? And before I even realize it on Versus, I'm answering questions and, you know, participating in stuff when I was just going to go check the ones I'd already answered or, you know, I'm, you're, I'm in matchmaking for these, these two or whatever. I'm, I'm answering stuff without even really thinking about it. You know? Yeah. I think it's, it's one of those things where we don't have to, like I mentioned before, like we don't have to like teach people new behavior. They're already doing it. So it's just supernatural to come in and like, Oh, cool. I, I have an opinion about this. I have information. I'm, I'm, I'm into music. I'm into TV or whatever I'm into. I see a game and I'm all about it. So yeah, I agree. In in terms of the design for this on the way in, I mean, was there an aha moment where you went, what if we just do that in app form or, or was it such a, a, a perfect fit? It was just, you just had to find time to do it, you know? You mean to create it in an app versus a browser or? I, I mean, really the, the product in itself. I mean, if that makes sense. Oh, as far as like the product and the company? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've had this idea for about 15 years now. I just never had the, the guts and the, and the wherewithal to do it. There's a lot that goes into it. So I've just been kind of looking at it, massaging it in my head and on paper, notes. And then, um, yeah, I, I sold my last company and uh, it took a little time off. And I was like, you know what? It's time now. So that's when I teamed up with my co-founder and uh, we've just been banging on this. So it's the whole, again, the idea is, you know, there's a lot of water cooler talk, right? You think yeah. what's going to happen with Zuckerberg? Or, you know, Cardi B songs would be huge, or this Ozark is amazing, whatever it is, like this restaurant sucks, or this movie's amazing, whatever it is, right? All day long, we can't stop doing that as humans. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, let's create a fair and fun platform for anybody can go and do this and, and make some money off it too. And so that's when we really, really put pen to paper. Makes perfect sense. Hey, sorry, hold on just one second. My son just ran in and needs something. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Thanks. What's up, buddy? I want you to... Sorry, good stuff. <laughs> so cute. That kid's adorable. And you already have him playing games. Good job. He's uh, he, he likes the open world racing game. So if I set him up with that, usually he's good for much longer than he wanted to do it today. So I, I, you know, I let him drive around, work on his coordination. Yeah. He's in kindergarten. I mean, this is decent stuff for him to do. So, <laughs> Listen, I think I'm a huge, like, there's no way video games haven't contributed to my hand-eye coordination and reflexes. It has to. Totally. Yeah, it's like it's totally built in to my brain now and my body. It, it's, I think people who don't get that, I think it's crazy. They probably just didn't play <laughs> as kids. It's funny. And it's funny, especially now with virtual school, like how integrated they make all the technology stuff. I mean, they have no apprehension about like, pull up this app, you can play these games and this will teach you some math and it's awesome. Yeah. It's the way it should have been. <laughs> yeah. We should have been on, on that boat quite a while ago, but uh, yeah. anyway, getting back to it, um, I, I have to ask, does this, I mean, in the future, as this carries on, does this turn into like a big debate platform or like, do we just keep it simple, right? Um, I think we keep it simple and, it, and it's fun and lighthearted. I think people are competitive, but there's just so many games that just come and go. It's a river of games and questions. So I, I don't think it's going to be, you know, polarizing or, or big debates like that, you know. I mean, a big debate would be like chicken versus the egg, which one came first, you know, but it's all fun. 
Yeah, totally. It's just, it's, I could even imagine, you know, you, you start with a question like this and people have a feature where they could, even if it just started as like comments or something, they make an argument one way or the other. And, uh, I don't know, that would seem like a lot to manage, but it's just something that, that goes through the mind, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I know. Commenting on, on the games, liking them, sharing them. Absolutely. Yeah. It's natural. Do you have a lot of insight into how people find you? I mean, some are going to be obvious. I'm sure you, you do ad campaigns and stuff like that. But I mean, do you have any indication that there's a lot of word of mouth about this? Yeah, um, ads for sure. But, you know, a significant amount of our players come in through word of mouth referrals. And um, it's because, you know, you see a game that you're really into, like, you know, who would win in a fight, Superman versus Hulk, right? Right. And, you know... I, I know exactly who to talk to about and I share that with, with my friends. But then once we launched, you know, user generated games so they can go create and host their own games, then they share it with their friends. So all of a sudden it becomes hyper instantly hyper relevant to each community, you know, each micro community of friends that I have, whether it's like I'm talking I know which friends to talk to about like string theory and vibrations and meditation and like, you know, uh sports and business, right? So it's all you know it's all becomes relevant with each little community I have. So I think, you know, referrals is, is really big for us. Yeah. Yeah. You want to play with friends, right? So. Yeah. It, it makes sense. Like you, you mentioned, um, the, the social element of it. And I wasn't really thinking about like during my short time in the app, I went in and just looked at what total strangers were creating and tried to get a sense for like, yeah, what do other people think about this and what directions this going to go? But when you've got, friends in on it that's that is a totally different element and i think that's uh pr- got to be a very fun way to play so i'd be interested to see what how that goes as well yeah we're uh you know, we're going to be launching private games as well soon where if you just want to create a game between you know you and your wife or you and your a buddy playing some you know game or like badminton or soccer or push-up competition or whatever it is <laughs> Um, you can create a private game for that too. So we're going to, we're, we're going to be working on that too. We think it'd be really fun just to kind of like, you know, up the ante and, and the, uh, the risk, just the fun of it. Just out of curiosity. I mean, how does this service compare to the stuff you, you personally have worked on in the past? I mean, has it been new, new stuff for you or has it been in this ballpark as well? Oh, um, I've never in my professional career worked on a game before. Mm-hmm. Um, but the underlying technology, like the product itself, the machine learning aspect of it, uh, my last company had a lot of ML as well. So um, there's that, there's the algorithms behind it. And, you know, that's, that's very similar. Um, but yeah, no, gaming is a whole new thing for me. So machine learning background. Are, are we still behind on machine learning? Or are we really using it to the fullest extent that we should be yet? Or are we not caught up yet? Oh, not even close, but do we want to even get there, though? How far <laughs> do we want to take it? Because who knows what is over that hill, you know? It could be, uh, that's some Judgment Day stuff right there. That's Terminator. That's true. And I mean, <laughs> Skynet. I mean, like, how are how close are we to some of those difficult questions, I guess, is an, another good aspect of it. Um, you know, I, I like to think, like, you know, the, the Neuralink that Elon Musk is talking about, mm-hmm. a part of me is like, Ooh, I, I'd want to be like right away. I'd get that. But I'm like, I don't want to be first in line for something like that. Cause he could just <laughs> take over my body. You know what I mean? <laughs> All of a sudden I'm like an evil soldier and Captain America is trying to kick my ass. I'm not going to sign up for that. 
That's a but, great, it's a good example because I heard that and felt the exact same way. I'm like, oh my god, that's going to do such good things for so many so people. Cool. And I hope it's yeah. not anyone close to me because I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I want to see it from afar at first, but man, if that thing works, then we can all tap into more of our brain and and fix things. I think that's super cool. Yeah, you know, we use such a limited amount of our brain; it's insane. It's discouraging even. So I think, you know, assistance would be great if it's done properly. Yeah. So, and I know I'm jumping all over the place, but I, <laughs> um, oh, I love it. I can talk about all the kinds of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's interesting to me. I mean, has, has versus been tough to pitch to investors or do people all seem to get this right away? So everyone gets it right away. Um, because they do it. They, it's in their DNA. They can't stop doing it. Even in our subconscious, they get it right away. Um, pitching it has been, there's pros and cons with it because some people, you know, from the investors that I know in my previous life, they don't do games or, Hey, is this, you know, gambling? Um, what are the regulations around this? So there's just some, there's some different paths and conversations I have to have and check and boxes I have to check off for some investors. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask about the gambling aspect of this. I mean, has there been yeah. difficult regulation to jump around or is there anything ongoing? Are there questions that have come up? Oh, it, it was it was super difficult and challenging in the beginning. Now we're good to go. But we architected this in the beginning with lawyers, SEC lawyers, gaming lawyers. Um, yeah. This has been vetted by you know, some of our companies, a lot of expensive people, but even our partner companies um, that are public are SEC regulated and Fortune 500 companies. So this is our partners, you know, check off those boxes now too. So that's yeah. much help, more helpful in these conversations. But yeah, I mean, um, you know, we're not even fundraising right now. We just did, you know, uh, some, and so we're, you know, we're happy with, really happy with who we have and, um, but yeah, those conversations have been, um, really interesting and eye-opening. Yeah. You, you mentioned, I mean, obviously anybody who looks at this goes, okay, I see the, the game elements of this, but like you said, it's not swords and magic and stuff, but there has been a rise recently of games that you can play right on your phone. Uh, things like Tetris, solitaire stuff where you can earn money. There are you know, money games out there now. And to me, it looks like it would be difficult to sort of jump around and dance around those regulatory issues. Because I mean, even at the state level here in the U S uh, you see totally different things. Like I grew up in yeah. Southern Illinois and then moved right across the river to Missouri. Those two places are night and day different. Nothing works mm -hmm. the same, any topic. So, I mean, uh, betting is no different. I would, I guess I would worry that we were probably headed for more regulation in that area and more strict rules and laws and things. You know, I think we're going the other way. I think, I think people have been, you know, I don't know if it's smartening up or more hungry for money, but I think people want to, you know, open thing, open the markets up more so they can tax it, you know, for their state and federal too. So I think, I mean, that's the way it went with like, you know, alcohol and then marijuana and then um, sports gambling is now getting lit up and legalized everywhere even, you know? Yeah. So I think we're actually seeing um, that go in, in, in the right way. I think it, you know, have it all come above ground and so people can just play, you know, and have fun doing it the right way. 
well, we're not gambling at all, but, you know, so we don't need any license or anything like that. But I, I'm a fan of, you know, seeing this open up. We're so inconsistent with that here in the United States. And I don't know mm-hmm. if that's similar elsewhere in the world, but around here, it's like, I remember getting to a certain age and kind of understanding like, well, casinos are here and they work this way and uh, lottery works that way. But there's also a state run lottery and that's just something uh-huh. the government does. Like what? Really? And they've got such strict laws about other forms of like bingo at the fireman's hall, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I, all I, over the place. You're right. Right. Like, I guess it, it would be better to sort of get things out in the open and really figure out what we, you know, have consistent rules and stuff. Yeah. I mean, you see chaos before structure, right? So we're all seeing this, just this push and push, um, and all this just separation and, you know, it's a mess right now. Like you said, it's chaotic. Everyone does something different and that happens right before. Okay. Somebody says, okay, like, fuck it. We got to like normalize this, create some standard standards and, Let's standardize this whole thing, you know. So I yeah. think that's coming. I can you can feel it. Yeah, I I wondered if that was part of the holdup with Apple, but I realized like you can bet on anything you want on you know <laughs> on your iPhone. It doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, Apple's awesome. They're smart. <laughs> yeah, they just don't they try to hold back their cut if you know, on transactions. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all know about that. But. Exactly. So you guys have been really well received in terms of. Uh, media outlets and stuff, uh, the big websites. And, you know, I saw your cheddar interview, for example. Uh, Oh, cool. You guys seem to be doing all the right things in terms of uh, gaining exposure. It's just, it's a popular concept or do you have people just very good at getting your, your uh, name out there? Oh, uh, I think you, if you don't have a popular concept, even if you have really good people getting your name out there, it won't really lead to anything. So I, we have, I hope, I think we have both. I'm I'm pretty proud of our team and and what we built. So by the way, that day, that cheddar interview. Mm -hmm. So I'm up in San Francisco in the Bay area. I don't know if you remember, but all the fires and the smoke that was happening Yeah. yeah, a few months back. So that, I don't know if you look out the window during that live interview, but my out the window looks like Tatooine or Mars on Total Recall. It's orange sky. And that interview was at like 1030 in the morning or something like that. I remember. insane. Yeah. I remember around that time I I had people on Twitter who I knew in that area (laughs) because, I mean, all the software folks keep in touch, I guess. But um, yeah, Yeah. they they were all like, here's my trip to work. And it looks like we're on a different planet, you know. It's crazy. Yo, check this out. You want to hear something really sad and pathetic, but funny? That's a weird way to ask, but, but yes. I'll tell you anyways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but absolutely now that you mentioned it like that. So uh, because of like, it's been months now, like we have a fire season, right? It's a thing now. Yeah. So I was, so you get kind of with that plus quarantine, like you get kind of started, I started getting soft at least because I couldn't go outside, go for a bike ride, go for a run or whatever. Oh yeah. So I bought, I bought a, I got so fed up. I bought um, a full mask, um, military grade gas mask. And so I go for like runs and jump rope and bike rides with this thing, like a maniac down the street, but this is like the new normal, the new sad normal. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's similar to how boxers train. I mean, you've probably seen that in the (laughs) movies, at least, you know, they put on the, the breather and you change settings for resistance and stuff. It's just sad that we're having to do that as a means of survival. (laughs) (laughs) It's a cool byproduct of survival. Yeah. Exactly. So we've uh, we've covered a ton of distance here in a fairly short time. Obviously, people can go to versusgame.com in the browser to check this out or on uh, Google Play. And it sounds like iPhone will be here shortly. 
uh, at least. We, yep. ne- we never know how app approval is going to go, but hopefully quickly <laughs> for you. Exactly. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, where else can people go to check things out or follow you or anything you want to plug? Um, you know, we are, we started this podcast on YouTube, so you can check us out there at Versus Game. And, you know, we have our Instagram page at Versus Game Official. So we have a new lineup of games there and celebrities all the time. So having okay. a lot of fun with those. Yeah. Very cool. So uh, then we will be very interested to check out the platform and see how you guys do. And uh, maybe we can talk to you again about it uh, in the near future. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you very much for your time. Okay, big thank you one more time to John. He was a pleasure to talk to. If you enjoy Game Dev Breakdown, it would be awesome to have you subscribe anywhere. You can check out show notes at CodeWritePlay.com. You can join our Discord server. Just search the website for Discord, and the link will come right up. Follow us on social at GameDevPod, at CodeWritePlay, and me at MechaToddzilla, 1D, 2Ls, on Twitter. Love hearing your feedback and your topics, so get in touch. Check out Game Dev Breakdown Radio this weekend on Spotify and uh, hustle up and let's finish this week strong. So Todd Mitchell here. Keep playing, keep working hard, and I will catch you next time. Congratulations on your Game Dev Breakdown, whatever that is. Sounds idiotic to me. Hey, buddy, stop, please.